This is Reset. I'm Sasha Ann Simons. It's been nearly six months since Russia began its invasion of Ukraine, and the United States has taken in more than 100,000 refugees. Now, Chicago has one of the largest Ukrainian-American populations in the country, and the community is banding together to support recently arrived Ukrainians. St. Nicholas Cathedral School is a school connected to St. Nicholas Ukrainian Catholic Cathedral, It's a century-old church in the Ukrainian village. Now, the school typically welcomes two families from Ukraine to enroll, but since the war began, that number has increased significantly, as you can imagine. So here to tell us more about how the school is supporting Ukrainian students is Anna Cirilli, the principal of St. Nicholas. Hi, Anna. Hi, how are you? Doing well. Thanks for joining. Tell us, how many students has St. Nicholas taken in since the invasion began? Yeah, so in the spring, um, we welcomed 75 students uh, from Ukraine, and this year we're looking at about 60, 65 students enrolling for the 2022-2023 school year. Wow, that's a drastic change from what you've usually seen, right? (laughs) Yeah, typically um, because we're, um, you know, the school was built by Ukrainians uh, back in, well, 86 years ago. Um, so it's, you know, it's typical that we would receive one or two families a year coming from Ukraine, um, because we do have staff here that speak Ukrainian and, and most of the students are bilingual and speak Ukrainian. So it's a nice transition for kids that Mm -hmm. maybe are just learning English or don't speak. Um, so, but yeah, uh, with the influx just in the last, uh, well, I think it's been four Five months now. Six months, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, it will be a big, big change. So let's talk more about that transition. How is the school connecting with families from Ukraine? Like, How are they getting to Chicago? Um, there's, We've seen several different avenues in terms of, like, um, you know, some of them already had visa, visas that were in process that were maybe just um, – forwarded or fast forwarded and and they got their student visas. Um, Some came on tourist visas at first. And then um, a lot of them came through Mexico on humanitarian parole. Um, A majority of them came through that way. And then now recently we've started to see more families coming through. um, I'm going to say this wrong, but I think it's uh, United for Ukraine. Um, okay. is the, the name of the program that's helping uh, those people with the ability to be here legally. Yeah. H- have you had to turn students away? Yeah. At this point, um, you know, several of our classes are at the maximum, um, you know, amount. And within some of the classes, 50% of the students not speaking English, it, it you know, for everyone to feel comfortable in a class, um, we've had to close down some classrooms or and not yeah. allow enrollment in those rooms. How does that make you feel? Uh, it's been a hard summer. <laughs> uh, you know, people ask, um, you know, what sort of breaks we get over here, and we really haven't had a break. Um, so it's been hard. Any sense, Anna, of, of how many other schools in, in Chicago are also taking in Ukrainian refugee students, or you know, are you I alone? Yeah, you know, I've heard um, some people say that maybe like some some schools up in the northern part of the city, like um, near Cumberland, are, are taking in some. But like literally just yesterday, I had sent someone to another um, school not too far from here, and 
And they were asking, well, what should we do if nobody in the family speaks Ukrainian? <laughs> and I just kind of like chuckled and said, I don't know. I, I like, I, my, our resources are so maxed over here. I don't right. know how to help you. Um, we're kind of not all in this together. And that's Meaning, such a like, valid question, right? <laughs> yeah. I yeah. don't know how to help. Um, I have to kind of focus on, on what we're doing here. Um, but, you know, trying to find a translator for these families in each school um, for the one-off that maybe is accepting like one or two Ukrainian families. Mm-hmm. Um, those are going to be the challenges for those schools, but I, I don't have any suggestions right now for them. Yeah. Such a difficult process. Uh, any other barriers that you can think of that you've witnessed as an educator that these students are facing other than language? That's a big one. Yeah, I mean, they are coming with, like, a, a hidden trauma, right, that obviously we would all expect. Um, so, you know, after they've been here for a while, we're starting to see some aggressions come out. Um, really? More so, like, in, yeah, just, like, um, you know, typical, typical like, feisty behavior, but maybe just more exaggerated um, yeah. in some of the students that we weren't technically ready for, I guess. I mean, mm-hmm. obviously we have, and we're, we're equipped with counselors and um, things of that nature, but finding counselors and, and psychiatrists that have a Ukrainian background or, or can speak Ukrainian um, is sort of our challenge right now. Mm-hmm. And there are only so many resources that uh, St. Nicholas mm-hmm. has at its disposal, right? So, mm-hmm. What more support would you say that these refugee students need? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, our biggest battle has been covering the tuition costs. Um, I sort of feel like a broken record in that sense, but I don't know how to say it, you know, any other way and more clearly is that when we have people that can support those tuition costs, um, it helps us to be able to just directly um, funnel those resources into hiring staff um, specifically for the needs of our students and who and what we're seeing here. So, you know, over the summer, I was able to hire um, one ESL support teacher, um, you know, and I'd like to do more of that, but if you can only do so much with, what, you know, what we've been given or, like, what we've raised so mm-hmm. far. So the continued request is um, for financial financial support. Yeah. Um, and we and we are so thankful to the entire community because they have sent an abundance of school supplies and and toys, um, clothing. So you know that sort of those bases have been covered, um, and, and we are humbled and and grateful for those for those donations. This is Reset. I'm Sasha Ann Simons, and we're speaking about how one school is welcoming students from Ukraine with Anna Sorelli, who's principal of St. Nicholas Cathedral School. So beyond St. Nicholas, Anna, how has the community just banded together to help these families? Um, so we, we've we been, like I said, there's so many different community partners that have come out. Um, you know, like Chicago Bulls, um, we brainstormed with some of their um management and they're providing language instruction for the parents. Um, we have other organizations, um, the local Ukrainian organizations and Big Shoulders Fund. They met with us and they said, how can we help? And they provided 
an English language camp for the students, mm-hmm. uh, like a boot camp for the summer. That was a huge help. Uh, other organizations, um, you know, this Thursday we're taking uh, the students and their parents over to the White Sox game, like things like that. Yeah. There's been so many people like that that have come out and have placed these like really cool opportunities for the students and for their families in front of us. Um, and, and those have been all, like, very helpful uh, throughout mm-hmm. this entire process. It sounds like there are, are lots of ways to help then, uh, you know, in addition to covering tuition costs, as you mentioned. Correct. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, the first day of school is next week. How are you and your faculty preparing? Well, tomorrow is the first day back for the faculty. Um, okay. So we gave them some much-needed rest over the summer. Uh, so we will be meeting and we will be talking about some of those tough issues, like how to support the students emotionally and, and socially, as well as, you know, how do we get them on track to start learning right away, um, and get them into the, you know, reading programs and, and, and learning how to read and write in English. We're going to be focusing a lot on that. Uh Um, last year we really focused on the the social aspect, but we're not just looking at that now. We're looking at how can we really help these students to also improve academically. Take a deep breath, right? <laughs> yeah, well. <laughs> yeah, you said it's, it, you said it's been a, a hard, minute. yeah, it's, it's been a tough six months. Yeah. I can tell. Well, thank mm-hmm. you for all that you're doing. That is uh, well, Anna Cirilli. Thank you for having us on today and for, for sharing our story. Thank you so much. Thanks for listening. I'm Sasha Ann Simons. We've got more for you on the podcast, WBEZ's Reset, wherever you listen.